Are you that weirdo that brings up your past life as a German masseuse after you've had a few too many at happy hour? Well, good, because this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Happy Hour Gets Weird. Hi, guys. Hey, weirdos. Hello. Welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie. I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Gets Weird. Weird. We are a dynamic duo. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we are we're duo. Good. Are we dynamic? I don't know. I think we are. <laughs> Whatever. We're pretty dynamic, I think. So we are two weirdos that get together and have cocktails and talk about weird shit on this podcast. Happy Hour Gets Weird. Every episode, we also have a featured cocktail. Yeah. And this week, Cassie brought us something very delicious and very beautiful. It's called See You in My Next Life. Ooh. And it is a grape Prosecco spritzer. And it's just muddled grape and mint leaf with Prosecco and a little bit of sparkling water to top it off. It's a it's on the low calorie end, if you will. We are in a vintage circus tent. We are surrounded <laughs> by pop filters. We have drinks in our hands. It's really and hard to hold. it's really hard to hold and drink out of a coupe glass when you have a giant pop filter in your face. These glasses are so fancy. I'm gonna spill this all you over. You know myself. what? We need those beer helmets. Oh, I was thinking just a a man to stand here and hold <laughs> no, our we need a ten foot us. long crazy straw mm. and those beer helmets. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so let's. Enough chit-chat. Yeah. Let's get right into it. We are doing talking about reincarnation today. Such a cool topic. Good idea. So cool. So I'm going to give a little bit of a history behind reincarnation, and then we're going to get into two stories of reincarnation. Correct? Yes. Then we're going to both tell a story about the time that I was reincarnated. What were you? Hi. <laughs> I was a radish. And that's how you know this show is not scripted. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways. Um, so, reincarnation. Here we go. I'm going to start off by citing my sources before I forget. Uh, Wikipedia page on reincarnation. Trusty. Rusty. Wikipedia. I got to stop. I am. I got to stop <laughs> rhyming. I don't know why I'm doing it. Never stop rhyming. Britannica.com on reincarnation and mysteriousfacts.com. Hollywood actor reborn. Shocking story of Ryan Hammonds. There we go. Um, so I'm going to start off with a little rundown of what reincarnation is and a brief history. All right. Also known as transmigration or metempsychosis or just simply past lives. Oh, I hadn't heard the metempsychosis. Yeah. terminology before yeah i'm learning mm-hmm. Re- well get ready for a little history lesson i love history reincarnation well i <laughs> loved history too but it wasn't the <laughs> subject matter it was more of the professor who was teaching the subject matter but i shall not name any names thank you hot history teacher Woo we he even had a hot aide too oh did he i don't remember the aide yeah i believe you though menage 12 my fantasies <laughs> <laughs> bring your satchel please i like it um 
Reincarnation is a belief of rebirth of an individual after bodily death. That's rebirth of a soul, mind, a consciousness, or some other entity. And the word reincarnation itself derives from Latin, literally meaning entering the flesh again. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Depending on the religion or tradition, uh, existences can be human, animal, insect, or in some cases, even vegetables. I mean, that would suck. I'm just going to say it. If you came back as a cucumber. I mean, depending on whose cucumber you were. No, no matter <laughs> whose cucumber you are. One life, you're a dude living Look, your life. The next year, a fucking cucumber. Yes. The origins of reincarnation are obscure, but the idea is prevalent in East Asian and South Asian religions such as Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism, Jainism. But it is also hinted or mentioned in religions like Germanic paganism, Celtic paganism, Judaism, believed among Jewish mystics of the ancient world, Taoism and the Han dynasty in China, and there are even hints of reincarnation in ancient Greek teachings. In Hinduism, Buddhism, and Sikhism, reincarnation goes hand in hand with the doctrine of karma, the law of cause and effect, meaning that one what one does in this present life will have an effect in the next which personally I love the idea of I like the idea that you will be if you're a turd in this life you will be punished by being something shitty in the next life I like that too uh although I do think people should just be good to be good yeah, I, that's also but a good also idea. <laughs> super unlikely. That's also a good idea. Buddhism originated during the late 6th century BCE in ancient India. Even older than Buddhism is Hindu, Hinduism, which originated in 2300 BCE to 1500 BCE, which it took when I was um, like researching this, I didn't realize at first that counting down is actually getting older yes so 2300 bce is actually farther back than 1500 bce which i was like math my brain um anyways but i figured it out i worked it out so in uh so hinduism which originated in 2300 bce to 1500 bce in what is modern day pakistan that's like a pretty old religion. And that is old. And for some reason, I thought that Buddhism was older. No, actually, fun fact, Buddhism is an offshoot of Hinduism. The original founder of Buddhism was actually a Hindu. Oh, I did first. not know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's, that's like how a lot of um, Western religions and Christianity, Judaism, and Muslim religions all started from the same and like they kind of just story. I I believe. Don't uh don't quote me on my religions Nobody's quoting you. I believe that's no, correct. No one's quoting you. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking old idea uh Buddhism and Hinduism and the idea of reincarnation. Eventually the idea of reincarnation made its way to Europe in the Middle Ages and there were several reincarnists uh movements but it didn't really give a lot of information basically just people in europe thought it was weird and a lot of people were like head on a spike burned at the stake it's really bizarre to me that 
reincarnation caught on so well in the Eastern religions, but not in any of the Western religions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it is. Um, cause it is, there is zero belief of reincarnation in like Judeo Christian beliefs. Have you ever heard that there used to be passages in the Bible about reincarnation that were removed? Have you heard that? Um, no, but I did read an article about it because I was kind of curious myself if there was any references to reincarnation. Because there's references to reincarnation in a lot of religions and a lot of ancient teachings. Yeah. And really, Christianity is the only one that doesn't reference it. Mm -hmm. There are a couple, I believe, in... Um, I want to say like John something or that something kind of vague that well it says to be born again you'll be one with Jesus when you're born again but it's referencing be being baptized yes being born yeah, again I had heard that there were passages in the Christian Bible that reference reincarnation that were removed and I tried to look it up for this and I think that that's actually just a rumor myth I don't think that it I don't think that they ever were but I think that yeah. that was kind of spread around on the internet Maybe by those. I'm not sure why, but hippie Buddhists. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love Buddhists. Buddhists just being crazy on the internet. He's like, guess what, guys? <laughs> I heard word on the street is. <laughs> Anyways, during the Renaissance and the early modern era, translations of Plato's Hermetica sparked a newfound interest in reincarnation, and even Shakespeare wrote about it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Plato believed reincarnation was possible because he amused that souls were a finite number because they were indestructible. So therefore, a soul couldn't perish, so they had to recycle. Because it's like energy, and energy yeah, can't was, be... Yes. There was only a certain... Energy can't ever be gone forever. It has to be... Yes. Has to go somewhere. Has to go somewhere else. Yes. It doesn't just disappear. Yes. So he believed that there was only a certain number of souls mm -hmm. and they had to recycle because they had some, needed somewhere to go. But would that when when bodies were being born, they had to be filled with souls. Unless I you're like. I mean, would the math of that even work out with beginning people? To, I mean, he's an ancient Greek. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. In ancient Greece, the amount of people on the planet to now there wouldn't be enough souls for everybody. That's why some people are such dicks. Well, I no soul. Yes. I think <laughs> that's why one in 25 people are sociopath. One in 25 people have no soul. Yes. That is actually a fact that you can quote us on. <laughs> ben Franklin, one of the founding fathers, also believed that. So he believed along the same lines as Plato that souls were finite and they had to recycle somehow. I, I mean, can you really think someone ben right Franklin. now could be walking around with the soul of Ben Franklin? I think that's me. Is it Whoa, you? I think it is me. I, Weird. Could be. Yeah. It could be. I look so much like Ben Franklin. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> Don't look a thing like him. I look exactly like Ben Franklin. Before the 19th century, belief in reincarnation in the Western world was a, was relatively rare. Then along came 20th century American psychologist William James, who introduced the idea of reincarnation through the study of psychology and the religious experience. Another psychiatrist, Ian Stevenson, from the University of Virginia School of Medicine, dedicated his latter career to investing cl investigating claims of reincarnation in hopes of providing evidence that reincarnation happens. Upon Dr. Stevenson's retirement, Dr. Jim B. Tucker, 
a child psychologist, psychiatrist, took over his position and continued his research on reincarnation. Dr. Tucker wrote a book titled Life Before Life, a scientific investigation of children's memories of previous lives. And that brings me to the fascinating case of Ryan Hammonds. I'm so excited. So Ryan Hammonds okay. was a case study of Dr. Tucker. Okay. And he was, I didn't have time to read the book, but I did find an article about Ryan Hammonds and his past life's memories. Okay. So here we go. We're going to get into the story and it's about damn time. Uh, so Ryan Hammonds, a young boy living in Muskogee, Oklahoma, was born to Christian parents in 2005. His dad is a police officer and his mom is a county clerk deputy. When Ryan was four years old, he started playing the game of being a director of movies, which is kind of bizarre for a four-year-old to play. Yeah. Uh, then started his nightmares. He began waking up in the nights, screaming and holding his chest, and he started saying that his heart had exploded. Oh, my God. He spoke about things of which he never had any knowledge of. He spoke about Hollywood and California, which was several thousands, mile, thousands of miles away from his home in Oklahoma. After a year, one day, Ryan told his mom, Cindy, I used to be somebody else. I used to be big, but now I'm little. He often told his mom, I liked it better when I was big. I could go wherever and whenever I wanted to go. I hate being little. Aww. Whenever Ryan would see a picture of the Hollywood Hills on television, he would say, that's my home. And he would cry for his parents to take him there. Initially, Cindy ignored his stories. But as Ryan started revealing more details of his past life, Cindy started believing him. She said his stories were so detailed and extensive that it just wasn't like a child could have made it up. Ryan would tell stories about meeting stars like Rita Hayworth. Like, how does a four-year-old know the name Rita no Hayworth? Way in hell. No way. No. He a told us can't even. He couldn't even Google this and look <laughs> up if he wanted to. No. Four. No. His mom, he told his mom about his lavish vacation overseas, <laughs> dancing on Broadway. No wonder he's so sad. He had the coolest life I ever know. and now he's in Oklahoma Could you imagine if you're like trying to give your little four-year-old the best <laughs> life you can? And he's like, I hate that life. Take me to my big house with my pool. I used to be a somebody. You don't look anything like Rita Hayworth. <laughs> he has a 40s accent. A 40s See here. Man. Hey, I don't know. How's Cigar it hanging out of his mouth. See here, mama. <laughs> Take me to Hollywood. Take me to Hollywood. See? <laughs> I used to have a pool. You see? I'm the worst. Uh, okay. He would tell stories of dancing on Broadway and working for an agency where people would change their names. He said he had a big white house and a swimming pool in Hollywood, and the street on which he lived had the word rock in it. He said he had five marriages and three sons. Jesus. Being a Baptist, Cindy did not believe in reincarnation. She kept Ryan's story a dirty little secret from his father. Can you imagine? So she just thinks he's like possessed by the devil? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, shit. Uh, out of curiosity. Married five times. Yeah, I'm like, does he remember? Everything. Everything. <laughs> out of curiosity, she herself started to, f to help find the truth to help her son. She got books from the local library about Hollywood, the golden age of Hollywood, 
and showed pictures to Ryan. Then we found the picture and it changed everything, she said. In one of the books, there was a picture of a publicity shot from the 1932 movie Night After Night starring Mae West in her debut film. There were two men in the picture facing each other and surrounded by four men. Ryan pointed to the man in the middle and said, Hey, Mama, that's George. We did a movie together. Showing the man on the right. Weird, right? Wouldn't you like be just freaked the fuck out if you're kid was like oh yeah that's George what's his name and he was a good old guy showing the man on the right wearing an overcoat and a scowl that guy is me I found me this shocked Cindy as Ryan that pointed seriously gave me chills did it yeah that shocked Cindy as Ryan pointed to an extra in the film Cindy did not know any of the faces, and later she found out that the man her son pointed to was the actor-turned-agent, Marty Martin. What a name, right? Nice name. Marty Martin. Marty Martin. Me too. So it makes sense how he said he worked at an agency where people change their names. Yeah. Now, Cindy decided to get professional help. She approached Dr. Tucker who I mentioned previously, a well-known child psychiatrist from the University of Virginia. Dr. Tucker interviewed Ryan. After a lot of research on the details that Ryan gave, Tucker was able to confirm whom Ryan had pointed to in the picture. He was Marty Martin, an actor who did small extra roles in the movies, and he later became a powerful Hollywood agent. Martin had died in 1964. If you look at a picture of a guy with no lines in a movie and then tell me about his life, I don't think many of us would have come up with Marty Martin's life, Tucker said. Yet Ryan provided many details that really did fit with his life. Tucker, with lots of difficulties, was able to trace Martin's daughter. So he did forget about his daughter because he said he had three sons but not a daughter. So... Along with he her, he probably just couldn't remember all of the details. He only remembered partial, probably like maybe three sons from one marriage. Yes, like when mm-hmm. you go out and you drink too much, and the whole night is just like five snapshots. Oh yes, but there, that's a probably lot not the that best. you forgot. Probably not the best ones either. Yeah, no, they're all the worst snapshots. <laughs> Along with her, Tucker confirmed fifty-five details that Ryan had given about his previous life. So fifty-five things about his previous life he was able to confirm. That's were crazy. true. Just as Ryan had told his mom, Martin had danced on Broadway, traveled to Paris on vacations, and worked at an agency where stage names were given for different clients. Tucker also found that Martin lived at 825 North Roxbury Drive. That's crazy. I know. There's no way he would be able to find that out. No way. It had. And also, if you were going to claim to have a past life that's fictitious, why would you pick this? Wouldn't you pick... Cary Grant or somebody from an old movie that's hyper famous, way famous, if you were going to make this up is all that I'm saying. As a four-year-old, wouldn't you pick someone like... Joe Montana? Okay. Or... <laughs> Still alive. Or... <laughs> a famous athlete. <laughs> or even like a cartoon, you know? Yeah. Uh, Not just kind of a... Random, random, random. Yes. I mean, he wasn't random. It sounds like Marty Martin lived a really great life. I like how I said somebody that's still living. <laughs> The other facts that Ryan had given about his marriages and sons were also correct. The number of sisters Ryan claimed he had was also proved correct, which even his daughter was unaware of. Cindy was relieved to know that her son's story matched Martin's. She said he wasn't crazy. There was really another family. 
Then Ryan revealed something which came as a big shock to everyone. He said he didn't see why God would let you get to be 61 and then make you come back as a baby. This statement Tucker found was incorrect. According to Marty's or Martin's death certificate, he was 59 years old when he died. But as Tuck, Dr. Tucker did more research, he found that Ryan, what Ryan said was not wrong. Martin was born in 1903 and not 1905, which meant that Martin was 61 years old when he died. The death certificate was wrong. The date of birth Whoa. on the death certificate was wrong. That's crazy. Yes. His now that Ryan's getting older, his memories of his past life are fading, and that's pretty common. About two to seven. Um, yeah. he's much older than seven now. He's, I saw that a lot too. Uh, fourteen or so. Wait, yeah, fourteen, ish. Um, so they're they're starting to fade, and for more than fifteen years now, Doctor Tucker has been studying children, aged two to six years, who say that they remember their past lives. Tucker says the children are sometimes able to give details about past lives, which are enough to find the actual person. He said, I believe in the possibility of reincarnation, which is different from saying that I believe in reincarnation, he explains. I don't think these cases require an explanation that is out of the ordinary, although they certainly that certainly doesn't mean we all reincarnate. And that is the reincarnation story of Ryan Hammonds and his psychiatrist, Dr. Tucker. That is an amazing story. Pretty cool, huh? Yes, I totally believe that that boy remembered those things. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for him to make any of that up or to be able to get any of that information. And yeah. I don't think that his parents would want to make up those stories as a way to get fame because of their occupations and beliefs. Yeah. I think that as the mom proved, she was kind of embarrassed by the whole situation yeah so, she was his number one skeptic yeah at first so there's really no um no reason to make any of it up yeah she was so embarrassed she hid it from her husband I mean I just don't see any other reason why he would start talking about Mae West and a swimming no. pool and the name rock in the on the of the street he used to live on there's and three sons and five marriages, and he died of a heart attack, and he felt like his heart was exploding. No, and like I was saying, it's such an obscure person. Yeah. Such an obscure character from the past. Like, there's no real reason why he would even pick him. And what I am wondering is, so Marty Martin died in 1964, so where did that soul go until 2005? That's what I want to know. That's... What I'm interested about in reincarnation, does it just like... Like you previously assumed that they would come back... Right away. Right away. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, was I there a like life in between, you, maybe, I, that he didn't remember? There could have been a life in between. There could have been a life in between. Maybe he was a vegetable. Maybe he was a cucumber. Maybe he was a... A puppy. A 48-year-old carrot. Maybe, um, maybe when you die, time is not... Doesn't exist. Yeah. Maybe it's not. My mind is blown right now. I don't. I mean, I don't think that when you die, time exists in the same relative way that it does now. Yeah, that's so wild to think about. It was, you know, fifty years. It could have felt like a second. And it, yeah, could have felt like a. Wow, that's wild and crazy. That is crazy. Okay, now I'm I'm interested in yours. All right, so my story. I'm really happy that your story was so 
backed up factually because my story is not super backed up, but I really enjoyed it and I still believe it. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Hit me. Hit me, baby. You see? You see? The only thing we know about the 40s is that people said you see a lot. Um, all right. So let me start with my sources. I read an article on a website called Mysterious Facts. And hey. also, is that, wait, is that, was that yours? Me too. Ah. And also an article on India Today. If you look this up, though, there's 30 different, I mean, it's all over the internet. There's also a book called Children Who Have Lived Before Reincarnation Today by Trutz Hardo. I believe I'm saying that cool name. wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to read this book because I found it out a little bit too late. All right, so let's start. This is the story of a three-year-old boy. None of the articles. <laughs> are you scared? Every time I tell a story, I go, are you scared? <laughs> None of the articles I read actually say the boy's name. So I'm going to refer to him as the well, boy. Forgive okay, me. Okay, but I can respect that for a three-year-old. I can too. I Perhaps it's because they I wanted to respect his and his family's privacy, or it might have been in the book, but it wasn't in the articles. Okay. So I'm not sure if it's a publishing rights thing or a privacy thing. Yeah. But either way, I looked at like 15 articles about it, and none of them said his name. Okay. Um. I, I feel like they probably kept it a secret for privacy's reasons, privacy reasons. Yeah. I know, And I, I, I do understand this kind of looks bad <laughs> to not say his name ever. But this, for, this story was super fascinating to me. So I wanted to share it with you. Okay. In Syria, an area known as Golan Heights lived this three-year-old boy. He was a part of an ethnic group known as the Druze. According to the Druze beliefs, birthmarks. I just imagine like a bunch of skaters named, named Drew. Drew. <laughs> just 50 Druze. Just with like those. I'm, I'm probably, I'm a thousand percent saying, I'm pronouncing everything wrong. I'm so, I apologize. Okay. But according to the Druze, birthmarks correlate with past life deaths. I've heard that. Do you have any birthmarks? I do. Where? That's none of your business. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have one in my armpit and I have one behind my knee. I have one that I literally did not find until I was in high school because it's so light and I'm so pale. It never showed up until I slightly got tan at 15 on my calf. Really? Yeah. So maybe those are representations of past life traumas. Guess what? What? Speaking of that. What? My husband's father, my father-in-law, yes, he has a huge birthmark on his torso. Oh my gosh! Huge. <gasps> Past life death. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Interesting. Send us your birthmarks. No. <laughs> no. Oh, oh. You know what? Fuck it. Send us your birthmarks. What if it's just on their arm and not everybody's birthmarks are like on a butt cheek? Okay. So this boy had a very obvious large birthmark on his forehead. It was red and long. When he was old enough to really communicate, he told his family that he knew the story behind his birthmark. 
the boy told his family he had been murdered. Oh my goodness. By an axe blow to the head. What the hell? Yeah, pretty intense. His family told the elders of their community, and the boy's accounts were taken seriously. A group decided to check the legitimacy of the boy's story. Part of this group was Dr. Eli Lask. He was seriously interested in the boy's story and wanted to accompany the family on their quest to legitimize or disprove this incredulous story. The group visited two villages with no luck. The third village, however, was very familiar to the boy. Mm-hmm. He remembered more of his past life. He remembered where he had lived. He had memories of the bil- village people. What? Not YMCA. <laughs> just the people in this village. I just realized that I wrote village people. And he knew their names. YMCA. <laughs> I wish I knew the names of the village people right now so I could say them. He remembered his own name as well. That of a man who had gone missing four years previously. While in this village, the boy walked up to a man, a neighbor of his past life self. He called to him by name and said, I used to be your neighbor. We had a fight and you killed me with an axe. What? Fucking called him out. Then the boy led the group, including the accused murderer, to where the body was buried (gasps) in a nearby field. What? Did they find the body? The field was excavated. And the story goes that there was a man buried in that field. No. He had a split down the center of his skull. <gasps> Upon seeing the skeleton, the murderer confessed to the murder of his neighbor with an axe. Oh my goodness. So nobody even knew that this man was murdered. He just had gone missing. And I'm sure there wasn't a big investigation. He was an adult man that just left a town, basically. But he had actually been murdered by his neighbor. And this boy called him out, took everybody there, and this guy... I'm yeah, assuming. this four-year-old came back with yeah. a whole can of fucking whoop-ass justice. Yes, three-year-old. That's wild. Yeah, so Dr. Eli Lask was the authority on this fascinating story. Unfortunately, he died in 2009. So there hasn't been a lot that's come out since then. It's just basically been this story and the retelling of it in the book that I mentioned at the top of the story. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it's, you know, it's a perfect story for a skeptic because there's not a lot of facts. <laughs> there's no names. There's no name. A bunch of skater boys named Drew. A bunch of skater boys named Drew. But it's a really good story. Yeah, that's an amazing story. I mean, if it happened, holy shit. Yeah, you better watch out. That's like another, I mean, that's just, don't kill people with axes. <laughs> I know, it's such an intense story for a three-year-old. Well, he's wise beyond his years. He had lived multiple lives. Old soul. He was an old soul. Yeah, he is. And that's a thing that I would love to have a conversation with someone who claims to be reincarnated because it's like, are these children wise beyond their years? Do they seem like old souls? Actually, we're going to get into a little bit of that on our one and done. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm excited. I loved our story so much. And I think it's really fascinating how so many of these stories happened or revolve around children's memories and how when you get older, the memories fade away. I mean, it makes sense. It's just, it's crazy. It's very, very common. 
I went down a a Reddit rabbit hole and there were so many people who had stories about remembering past lives as a child or their own children remembering past lives. Oh, I didn't even check Reddit. I went down a, um, in the history of reincarnation, I went down the rabbit hole of how many societies believed in reincarnation, including the Golden Dawn which is the magical secret society who also believes in reincarnation. That's amazing. I love it. So I went down the rabbit hole of the golden dawn. So I loved your story of reincarnation. It was creepy and fantastic. It was creepy. And it even had a murder. It did. It had a murder. We can't get away from it. I just wanted to add a little tidbit. There are a couple of movies about reincarnation that if you feel like checking them out, you should. Um, I do. One, a two, 2019 horror film, The Prodigy, and I think it's about a child who is reincarnated as oh, a serial I've killer. Seen that. I want to watch that now. Was it good? No, no. I, I mean, I've seen it on, I haven't I think watched it. Has, it. Like, I've seen the um, Naomi Watts the in it. I think it. Ooh, I'm going to watch that. Um, and then there is the family movie, A Dog's Purpose, in 2017. It's a tearjerker, let oh me tell you. Oh, my God. If you want to watch a dog die 800 <laughs> times in an hour and you want to cry 802 times, please watch it. Um, and we then- watched that with my children, not prepared. And um, can I say that the next time we watched a movie, my younger daughter said, <laughs> if a dog dies in this, I'm not watching it again. <laughs> goodness and i said i don't think the dog dies and she said see you don't know shame on you disney (laughs) traumatizing children i don't know if disney made it or not but and then a dog's journey is a 2019 family film also sad wait is that the one where the dog dies there's two now i'm not sure do they do the dog okay so within two years they released two family dog reincarnation movies one has dennis quaid and it's like through his life. Okay, that's the one where the dog dies a million times. Yeah, and it comes back yes. and then it meets his way back yes. to Dennis Quaid as an Maybe old man. Maybe I saw both of these and the dogs keep dying. I think I've seen both of them because I'm a masochist. Oh, God. They're sad. Um, and then a Cloud Atlas is a 2012 um, sci-fi fantasy film with Tom Hanks. And um, Jupiter Ascending is a 2015 sci-fi film with Mila Kunins and Channing Tatum. I think I've seen that. And that is also about reincarnation. I think reincarnation and love maybe coming back to each other. uh, Twin flames, if you will, which is the idea of a soul being split in half and putting into being put into two different bodies, which is a whole nother topic we should talk about because I find it fascinating. I'm going to make you watch the prodigy one. Uh, I will not be watching the prodigy. We'll both watch it. We'll watch it at our own homes, but on FaceTime also. I'm not watching that one. (laughs) I do not like scary movies. I've I'll tra- watch it. I have. I can't get through a movie these days. I've been trying to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for like a week now. That movie now. is supposed to be amazing. What's wrong with you? I haven't even hit play. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna. I need to watch. I'm that so, too. I'm too busy I'm watching watch Finding pro- Bigfoot on Travel Channel. I'm gonna okay? watch the Prodigy movie with my teen because he's not scared like you. Yeah, I'm a big old chicken. That's okay. okay. I, like, I like that about you. I like how you're so afraid of every scary movie ever, oh, and, and they're my favorite. Cannot handle it. It's like a yin and yang, yin yang dynamic duo, if you will. Twin flames. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In closing out our episode today, yes. If you could choose what you were going to be reincarnated into, mm-hmm. do you have something that you would want to be in a future life? 
Yes, a human. Okay. I, I mean, I assumed. Anything specific? Um, Actually, nothing specific. I would actually just like to be reincarnated into someone that could sing. Not necessarily so a, ta- a certain talent. Just sing. And not necessarily to be famous, a famous singer, but just, just someone who had a beautiful singing voice. No, I understand that because whenever I see somebody who can just naturally carry a tune, I'm very, very jealous. Yes, I am a horrible singer. Me too. And I sound like a We should sing out. <laughs> we should sing the rest of the episode just to prove it. I <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a terrible singer. So if I could be reincarnated into someone who could sing, that would be my dream come true. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. It would be pretty cool. That's a good one. What about you? Um, I think, well, I'm thinking that it will be in the future. And even though the future is supposed to be now, we're supposed to have flying cars already. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think in the future, maybe more space space exploration so I would want to be reincarnated into some sort of a astronaut explorer type person so I could go into space that would be mine I feel like you could do that now I mean you're just become an astronaut right now you're smart enough okay well see you guys later I'm gonna go be an astronaut BRB going to NASA (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This was kind of a crazy episode. This for was us. The, it truly has been it's been an experience. Thank you for listening. This episode has been a journey. It started off with some tangled ass chords and some new pop filters, and we've been fucked up from the go. So if you've been here this long, Thank you're a true you. listener. And don't forget to hydrate, meditate, and masturbate. I know I'm not going to forget today. Cheers to that. Cheers to that.